Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. You can do your recap now. I just needed to complain at Jake. What's with you two in dwarves? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> hey, and welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thank you for tuning back in for another exciting episode. And I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week. And it's taken us two years, but we're getting back to a, a, a current issue of Batman. Yeah. And I'm Ben, your sunshine into Gotham, the baby brother. And you're listening to The Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast where three brothers get together to talk all things Batman. Typically, we talk about continuity from the beginning of the Batman saga. But we are jumping ahead to current times because Andrea Beaumont. (laughs) Andrea Beaumont. (laughs) We will be discussing Batman Catwoman number one by Tom King. So if you have not read it, um, it is still on the shelves. You should go do that ASAP because we're going to say literally everything that happens in it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this will be a spoiler ridden. episode for this brand new issue it came out december 1st so it's uh pretty new still so uh don't let yeah, us ruin it yeah. if you want it to be a surprise yeah come back to this uh come back to this recording sometime then yeah. uh but you guys make a beverage for this evening uh i did ben uh ben you're you're out of town right now did you have access to all your booze and everything i am out of town no i only have limited booze and i have a bit of a tummy ache so no alcohol for benjamin tonight but I did start planning a drink, and I was looking up different drinks that have um, the name Andrew in them because we're introduced mm. to a new character named yeah. Andrew. Um, but the first one that comes up is called Sexy Andrew, and I thought that was funny <laughs> and not appropriate because yeah, of that, the 14-year-old child. <laughs> no, so I didn't make that. Uh, <laughs> 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 nope. What about you guys? Did you make one? Uh, I I made a a beverage and it's uh, apple pie moonshine and some fireball whiskey mm. and I thought it was kind of like you know it's a telling story of family so you're like that wholesome it's also taking place around Christmas time so you kind of have some pie and like seasonal things and then the the fireball for uh, Andrea who who's got some uh, stokes of uh, old flames and and some other things coming up in here so that's what I have together for this nice. one and. Uh... Is it delicious? Yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds yeah, it's like really a good. cinnamon apple. Yeah. Fireball. Fireball. Apple pie, apple pie moonshine is pretty good too. If you haven't had that. Uh, yeah, I no, I absolutely. I have, not. Not. I have a um, a customer of ours or mine that uh, they he and his husband used to make apple pie moonshine as Christmas gifts uh, and hand. Oh, out. nice. Uh, yeah, uh, really nice. Uh, but they both went. Um, not paleo. 
uh, keto, <laughs> and so they don't drink anymore, and so they don't make it anymore. It's like, no. Oh, well, I need to talk That's to them. That's unfortunate. Right. But I do have a drink. Uh, mine is called uh, Adios, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <that's cool. laughs> uh, Thanks for looking. Did you make it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did make it. it it's basically, um, it's a, it's a long, it's like an electric Long Island. Uh, I think I've had those before. So it's a Long Island iced tea, but instead of, uh, the lemon and lime, it's sweet and sour. Instead of, uh, Coke, it's blue curacao and seven up. And so it's, uh, you put a, you put a lemon and a lime twist in there and it kind of looks like the kind of thing that you'd like drink on the beach in Florida, you know, it, it very bright, very sunny. And, uh, but, uh, the way that this issue ends, I thought that was appropriate. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I have um, enjoyed many of those beverages at the bars back in the day, and made many terrible decisions back in the day <laughs> with that beverage. So, enjoy. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I love them. They they are deceptive. You know, it's it's got five different liquors in it, so it's it's. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Things if, are... if I was home and had access to my full bar, I, I totally would have jumped on that. But uh, that being said, uh, we were going to forego uh, our geeky weeks, and Aaron had some data he was going to show share with us. Is that right? I, I do. I do. I'm it nervous is, about this. It, don't be nervous. It's kind of exciting. So uh, Spotify, uh, which is one of the listening services where you can find the Brotherhood of Batman podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Where you can send, uh, you know, follow us on some of our socials at Brother HD Batman on Twitter, or send us an email at Brotherhood of Batman at gmail.com. And I think there's an Instagram and a Facebook out there as well. Uh, but Spotify does a year end wrap up data report for <laughs> for uh, podcasts and streamers and other things. So I thought I could go over some of our uh, data from Spotify for the year. And oh, uh, this is uh, what we got. So. The country where our listeners grew the most was the United Kingdom over the 2020 year. Yeah. Our grew the most? Uh, yeah, our listenership grew 250% over this year in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So that might be five so people. So there's like three from, people, right? Yeah, <laughs> from one person to two and a half people. So. That's right. Yeah, probably. Uh, and our listenership in the U.S. grew 41% this year. Uh, there are yeah, there are people in eleven countries that have listened to the Brotherhood of Batman podcast. Oh, that's crazy! Wow, I thought was thought that was fun. Thank you, guys. Uh, our yeah, over the year, our uh, percentages have gone up in the following areas. We've gone up one hundred and thirty percent in the amount of streaming that's been going on. We've gone up one hundred and ten percent in the number of hours that have been listened uh, over wow. the year. Our followers have gone up 68% over the year and our listeners have gone up 44% over this past year. Wow. This is a lot of math. <laughs> it is a lot of math. <laughs> well, how cool. many, does it, does uh, it say anything like, like most listened to episode or anything, or is that just something you'd have to scroll through? We would probably have to scroll through that, but do you know how many minutes of content do you think we had over two, how many minutes of content were there during the uh, 2020? Oh, how Not, many minutes of content? How many minutes of content? So 52 is the number of weeks. So 52 <laughs> times the average, hold on, 52 times the average number of minutes, which is like 
50 minutes. So I don't have a calculator that isn't attached to my ear right now. I'm going to say, say it's 52 times 50. 3,200 minutes. We, we have 2,000. No. 600, 2,600. No, we had 2,004 minutes of content this year. Oh. Over 43 episodes. Wow. Yeah, apparently on Spotify, 43. we have 43 episodes this year. Why are uh, we missing some? I don't know. I don't know if Did some of them have been released. I don't know. I don't know. That's just what they had. So that probably does it not could be when they pull their released. data, too. It could be, you know. The, yeah, it could be. Yeah, when they started calculating their data and stuff. I think we might have missed a week or two during quarantine, but maybe. I think we did here and there, yeah. And when Bat Baby was born, I know we took a week off, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, of course, December hasn't counted yet, so there's there's four weeks there. (laughs) Yeah, so I know we had a few more, but I thought that was uh, an interesting interesting thing um, to find out that we've got some people listening all around the world. thank you, listeners. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you guys are still having fun, because we are. <laughs> yeah, and if you would love to uh, tell us what you think, um, we have some social medias you can contact us on, such as Instagram, Brotherhood of Batman. I feel like I just said this a minute ago. Did, did you? Was I not listening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and we have a Facebook page. It hasn't been updated in a little while, but you can reach out on Facebook to us as well. I do monitor. Yeah, I am not bad. I ate some bad Whataburger, and my tummy is making me concentrate in a weird ways. So. A Whataburger? I want a Whataburger. Mm-hmm. You maybe said you don't know Whataburger, or you want No, I said I want a Whataburger, but maybe I don't. Oh, it was, del- it was delicious. It might have also been the fact that I had McDonald's twice in one day before Whataburger. Yeah, oh, that was good. road trip did not sit well with my stomach, apparently. McDonald's twice in one day on a normal circumstance is probably not a good idea. I know. Yeah. And I'm sitting in a car. Yeah. Bad, bad choices. Yeah. But bad, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's all good. All right. Yeah. Good. Do we want to start talking about uh, this book? I would love to do a little recap. So this sure. book has been um, in the wings for quite a while. We've been anticipating this for at least a year, right? And this is the canon introduction of one Andrea Beaumont from Uh, Batman, the animated series, Masters of Phantasm. And this is a continuation of Tom King's original planned run of his 100 issues of Batman. He stopped at 85 issues. And this Mm -hmm. is a 10-issue maxi-series, which I love maxi-series because it's a nice, concise story. Well, this was a fever dream of a read. I read it very frantically, very excitedly, and I feel like that was how it was written. We have three different time periods. We have the um, beginning of Batman and Catwoman's first falling for each other. We have the future where Catwoman is um, on a mission post-Batman's death. And then we have the present, which is Andrea Beaumont showing up after years after the events that happened in Mask of the Phantasm um, to ask Bruce for help for her lost child. What do y'all think? There was a lot going on in here. In a single issue (laughs) book, there is like, I think I read it like, I read it at least two and a half times. The first time I kind of skimmed it, uh, you know, and then the second time I read it really closely, and then I read it again just recently uh, before doing this. And I think the uh, the art style is really great in here. 
I think you bring in a lot of uh, a lot of characters. I think um, we've got a lot of there's a lot to try to keep track of, but I think if you read it a couple times, you really can. Yeah, I'm not sure where we want to start. There's a uh, there's a lot going on. Well, I think like you know a, the Andrea like Beaumont coming back is is fine, but we've got the Sewer King, which I think we really need to talk about. <laughs> um, so. I, when I when I first read it, like I, I've been reading a lot of Tom King, and I, I'm getting kind of used to his writing style. I think um, he does have kind of a choppy writing style. He does not do a lot of he doesn't do a lot of telling. He allows the reader to kind of fill the pieces in and make the connections themselves mm-hmm. as they're going along. And this book mm-hmm. definitely expects you to be able to do that. It definitely expects right. you to be able to fill in. Uh, when things are happening, what the characters' positions and feelings about mm-hmm. each other are at that per- point in time. And it also takes in all the stuff that happened prior to this in his run on Batman. And so there are a lot right. of nods to that. I'm, I'm interested because neither of you have read that full run yet where you guys right. came in. Like, did you feel... Did you immediately know who the woman was at the beginning of the book? You know, what was happening and all that kind of stuff? Uh, or did you feel... Well, no, you, had, you, had mentioned, you had mentioned, Jake, to look at the 80th anniversary issue of Catwoman and then look at volume three, uh, the annual number two from Tom King's run. So I did look at those and I thought that gave some, uh, some backstory um, mm-hmm. to, the, to the Catwoman story and um, just kind of tying that in with where Bruce was and where Catwoman was um, and Batman's death in like the futuristic part of the volume five. So I think there was some good stuff that you could tie into that. Um, you said the woman at the beginning. Well, it's pretty he's clear. You, he's talking about Catwoman. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a cat on her lap. Yeah, that's not real hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I mean, it's a little slower than us, Aaron. So he was <laughs> just checking to make sure we caught up. Well, no, it, so, right? Because I had, oh, and I didn't know where she was going. I figured right. it was future, future Catwoman. I mean, it looked, you know, she's got gray hair. It looks like she's heading to Florida, or you know, I'm not sure if it's Miami or somewhere. It doesn't really matter, but uh, some like retirement villa of uh, mobile homes. Um, so whoever she's going, the person doesn't have tons of wealth and. You know, she's visiting someone. Well, and I definitely... So, a couple of things... I, uh... A couple of things about the format of this. I feel like it was not clear every time that it did a time jump. I would have preferred if, like, each mm-hmm. time period was a set of colors or with, like, a filter on it. So, it's, like, very, mm-hmm. very clear when it jumps. Because there were times it was confusing. At the same time, I'm excited to see what how it continues because it's only the first out of 12. And I don't think we're supposed to necessarily know what the heck is going on yet. Right. Like, yeah, we have snippets from each story. Yeah, no, it's I don't. definitely yeah. a mystery. No, I, I agree, but I think, I think there it could have used a little bit more of a maybe change the font style or something, like some kind of delineation between... Mm-hmm. Time periods just slightly. That was the only change the Catwoman outfits a little bit more. Uh-huh. Wearing two different outfits, but it's not as clearly different as it could be. Right, but I don't think it distra- I think it made for rereading it to be um, very key. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think it definitely okay, has cool. uh, the feeling that like the cool. the stuff that is the quote unquote future, or I guess it's the present if it's the character that's narrating. I feel like this is all uh, being told from Catwoman's perspective, and all of those moments are Catwoman's memories, and memories don't come sequentially or you know always like appropriately. They kind of get mixed up and blended together, and you know so there, right. there's times where she's thinking about running across the rooftops with Batman, and then it immediately switches to uh, like them making out on the roof, and like her romantic feelings about him are brought up for what's happening when she's. Uh, down in the the trailer park, talking to the person that she meets there, um, and so mm-hmm. I I thought that was really really well done. I I did uh want to go back where you said that we read. I I recommend that you guys read uh, Annual Number Two and then the Catwoman 80th Anniversary. So there's a uh, the end. Ben, I don't think you got around to reading the Annual Number Two, but that ends with. No, I read the Catwoman one though. That ends oh, with her yeah. saying goodbye to Bruce, and then she goes down to the cave by herself, right. and she's she's aged up, and he's aged, mm-hmm. and she finds sitting in the Batmobile a kitten with a note from right. Bruce, and so it this picks up almost, it feels like immediately mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, it did. It did feel immediately, Jake, and I yeah. thought, um, I I really like that annual too. It's like you know they're at the doctor's office. It's you're not sure whether it's Catwoman or Batman that's got, I feel like it's either Alzheimer's, dementia, or cancer. Uh, I'm not sure which or a combination because he deteriorates pretty quick and is having some memory issues. Um, and then, you know, you have Batwoman, who's their daughter, Helena. Like, why can't they come up with some other names for Pete's sakes? Why do they have to go after Huntress's <laughs> name? Is it to give her some relevance? Well, no, is that what oh we're trying to do? Because... So the reason the reason behind that, Aaron, is because she was around first. Helena, um, as as the, the Huntress originated as Batman Catwoman's daughter in like an alternate timeline, oh, no. like before Earth these two. things were relevant. Yeah, there was originally the original. But they Batwoman could have they was... could have changed her name, right? No, that was a joke anyway. So I don't don't really care. But uh... <laughs> and then he has uh, he he's dying and and. Selena's there around him and all these other people. Did did you recognize anyone, Jake? I was trying to make make out. I would assume it was like some of the Robins and some of the Justice League or something. So I I did end up looking at an article about that issue and it I think Tom King says that everybody, like the whole Bat family is there. Um, okay. even those who may or may not have been actually alive at that point in time. So you have you have Jason, you have Dick, you have uh, Tim, you have Barbara, you have Spoiler, you have uh, a bunch of them, and the the whole you know orphan and all the people that we haven't met uh, down the line. I think it's all of his kids mm-hmm. and his family members that are there to say goodbye. Cute, but that that issue yeah, was to, written almost three years ago, and that's why I found it so fascinating. Is like. Tom King, when he started, when he took over Batman, they gave him 100 issues. And they said, tell the Batman story you want to tell, and you have 100 issues to do so. Towards the end of the run, uh, the direction... They take it away. (laughs) Right. right. The direction that he was going and the permanent changes that he wanted to make with Batman, namely with Catwoman and all that, the fans in DC weren't quite 
on board with anymore after such a long time. And they took him off the main title and they said, okay, well you can finish your story in this black label title. And the DC black Uh label is an imprint uh, designed for mature audiences with standalone stories that may or may not be official Canon uh, or in continuity order. And they allow black label titles to kind of slide in and out of that, like, Batman Damned, that was the first one. And uh-huh. they can kind of put them... It, it's more like a, a an adult version of Elseworlds, right? Well, yeah. And I, I I really enjoy reading these kind of stories that either that could fit into the continuity or could not fit into it. I think the Joker movie that we had previously reviewed kind of falls into the same line as this. Yeah. You know, it would be mm-hmm. probably the Black Label kind of story. I like those because I, I like the darker aspect. I like that you're thinking outside of the box. I like that it could be considered, you know, an Elseworlds or it's a different take on the characters. Because so I think it could, you know, it could get stale if you continue going down. And, okay, now it's time for Robin number seven. Or now it's going to be this that happens and Batman snaps again. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think, you know, changing it up big time like Tom King was trying to do in this and in... Uh, the I started reading the uh, Rebirth series. I think I've only read like volume one or two. Um, I'm waiting for all of them to come out so I can, you know, kind of just go through the whole thing. Um, but I, 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 yeah, I liked where he was going with the aged Batman and Catwoman. I thought it was interesting just reading that one part of uh, that volume. Yeah. Well, and there are so many things that he sets up through that whole story that I think this is going to, I think, I think the last arc of his, um, in continuity, Batman titled story, the city of Bane, I think pays off for all the major big story pieces that he had put in place. But the real characters of Batman and Catwoman that he centered everything around, I think this is going to be the payoff for them. And yeah, I think so. The fact that he is going to tell that and bring in a character that fanboys and fangirls have been screaming for to come into comics for years and years and years, I think is just really cool. I think it's a great idea too. Like if you're going to tell a love story about Batman and Catwoman, like what better foil to put in the middle of the two of them than on mm-hmm. Beaumont? Um, All right, so now it's time for Ben to talk. So, okay, Ben. <laughs> um, yeah, I have, I have nothing. You guys were going on a long time. Um, <laughs> Andre- <laughs> yes, so Batman, Catwoman, The Joker, that's all great. I did not read this for that. I read it because I literally wanted to see what they were going to do because Andre Beaumont came out in, what, 1992? 1993 um so i'm excited to see where, where that goes i'm a little disappointed that she's only going to be in one of the three timelines um because if i wanted to read about batman and catwoman there's a hundred other books i could read and i'm really sad that this was called andrea beaumont and the phantasm <laughs> <laughs> no um I, I don't know that you can say interest. she's only going to be in one timeline. Like she's yeah, only... I don't know if you can. Yeah, I don't know, man. I hope not. I hope not. Um, that was the first confusing moment for me. Was it Bruce, when Bruce is seen doing, doing a lady, having some nighttime fun, being walked in on by Alfred? Was that supposed to be Andrea or was that supposed to be Selena? I think that I think that was Andrea as a flashback. Because, Agreed, yeah. Um, 
Alfred, I know, and I know he dies in Tom King's Rebirth series, so spoiler there. Um, but I think Bruce is referencing when, because Andrea has been gone, she right. didn't know. And so it's like, it's, I think it's a, um, a phantasm that Batman is thinking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfred. No, I, I agree. And that and scene so happened think, in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like Alfred walked in on them in the cartoon. Yeah. Um, right. I and I think that, to, I think that's the, the flashback. I think it's Andrea. So. I would agree. And I, I ask you to, because I read a bunch of reviews on this issue by random oh, yeah. people on the internet, most of whom don't like Tom King. And they all said that that was that, that, that was Bruce and Selena. So well, like, that makes stupid. no sense. No, right. it doesn't make any sense. Why would it be Bruce and Selena? It would make no sense. But that was part of the critique of people saying that it's confu- the timeline is confusing and you don't know when is what. Because it would have Andrea and Bruce in his mansion and then Alfred on the same page going into a Selena story. Yeah, that doesn't later make going into a, Well, that's how, that's how people, that's how multiple people that wrote reviews took this book. So I was I I'm glad that you two agree with me because I read it as those Andrea. Mm. I think multiple so. people are dumb. Though. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that's really important about this book that we have to talk about um, because of our podcast is it takes place during the holiday season. The holiday, the holiday season. season. <laughs> so I that was terrible. That Let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> the holiday season. The, the holiday, holiday season. season. Oh my god, Jake! Jake, your delay is messing me up. So <laughs> I, I don't have a delay. Oh, mm. okay. Well, well, then you're just off. Uh, <laughs> um, so it starts around Christmas, and it's going to be twelve books. So what's cool is that it'll be Christmas time again in our real lives by the time we right. finish the story. So we're going to be reading it over a whole year, and I'm hoping that a chunk of the story does take place through Christmas because I think that's oh, kind yeah, of cool. cool. Yeah. Well, and the book dropped uh, in comic book stores on December 1st, which is the first day of the like the retail version of the Advent calendar. And so when you open the book, the mansion, the pictures of the mansion, and then the little doorways mm-hmm. are presented like an advent calendar. So you open each oh, yeah. one, you have a little bit of a taste and a little tease about what's inside. Um, and it's going to go all like, I haven't had, I can't remember at least oh. the last time we had like an annual or like a year long story like this, like since like um, the long Halloween or Dark Victory, and I remember Dark Victory. Coming oh, I just out. I just saw that. I just see the numbers now over the door with the windows. I didn't even. Pay. I I opened it and I thought, you know what? That's really cool. And I looked at the page a couple times. I didn't even make that connection. Well, look on the back yeah. cover. There's a hand opening the little doorway that yeah. reveals the phantasm costume. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, it, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and so coming out on the first day of retail versions of the advent calendar is pretty cool. And then if you think about if they're tying, I mean, you know, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but if they're tying in both the holiday season and then the idea holiday. of the advent calendar, the advent calendar is a, a Lutheran tradition about preparing for the birth of Jesus, like the birth of a child, a very important child. And so is this the, is, are, is he trying to go that far to say, are we, there's so much to talk about kids that we have to do if we're talking about the story, you know, like, yeah, let's get in, let's get into Andrea's kid. So she's looking for her kid. Andrew, Andrew right? Beaumont. 
which sounds so basic, but it also made me really happy. (laughs) 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 Andrew, come on. So a couple quick questions of y'all's opinions. Is he dead? Did they find him under the bridge? Was that hint supposed to be yes. him? Or was that I yeah. thought that was him. Yeah, I Joker think that's talk. definitely okay. him. Okay. I don't think he's dead yet. Um, I, yeah, hmm. uh, maybe, maybe, he, maybe he's dead, but I think we're going to see some of him. I was originally thinking that he was going to be the Phantasm at some point. Um. So I'm I'm excited well, to see what happens there. Okay. I mean, they kind of. I, I guess I I'll I'll leave that open, but it seems like when Catwoman. I mean, is, she digs up the she digs up the outfit, and she's going to go on a revenge mission or whatever as a mm-hmm. them. But as I was reading it before we found him under the bridge, I was like, oh, because they flat out told us the whole um, plot. In a couple in a couple panels with Bruce and Selena jumping the rooftops, they told us the whole plot of the animated movie mm-hmm. Phantasm. So right. I was like, okay, well, there's got to be some twists or turns. Like it can't just be her. And if she's visiting Bruce on like friendly terms to get help with her kid, like she's got to be like reformed, right? So mm-hmm. I was just I was like, maybe the kid is going to like do some stuff. But now it's like, no, she's going to be her old vengeful self. So I, I'm excited yeah. to see if there's any twists there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, I think there's. A, a... I could be completely wrong, but I'm. I'm no, I'm just thinking. I, I lost my train of thought. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think, I think uh, John Paul Valley is behind everything because he's still insane. <laughs> so. Well, and then Tom King can prove me wrong. It's are def- you comparing me to John Paul Valley? <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely heavily implied that we should suspect Bruce is the father as well, right? Uh, yeah, that's implied. Who's the father? You don't think it's the Joker? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, Did we I read the same him. book? Did you guys read the same book? <laughs> yeah, we are supposed to think that it's Bruce. Okay. Um, but, but then that's pretty... I, I don't. I'm. It's the first issue of a Tom King Max twelve issue maxi series. I'm not taking anything in this issue at face value. I think we're going to have all sorts of twists and turns. Oh yeah, um, I think we will. I love the setup, but you can't have a like the twist of the Mask of the Phantasm movie. Like it's so obvious as an adult, but as kids, we were like, "What the heck?" Like mm-hmm. the girlfriend is the villain, like this big, bulky, <laughs> scary monster person. Um, right. Is this cute little sundress wearing Nixon? And so that level of a of a surprise has to happen in this book, or Tom King is getting a letter from me. Like well, we have, <laughs> like you can't, you can't just have it be okay. Now she's going to track down the Joker. I no, mean, I mean, I think he's. I don't know. I think he's absolutely setting that up because even in the first issue of a twelve issue maxi series, he has a twist. He has a ah gotcha moment kind of thing. Where the person that Selena is talking to this entire time, like when I first was reading it, she goes in her elderly state and visits another person uh, that's up in ages that's, you know, retired in Florida and has grandkids and is talking about that, but has some kind of connection. I assumed, uh, and I think on purpose, I think they were trying to get you to, I thought it was uh, Nigma. I thought it was Edward Nigma at first. Mm. It looks a lot oh, more like I... an aged up Edward Nigma. Um, 
And then he sits in a big green comfy chair. And I'm like, okay, all right, green for Riddler. That's where we're headed. Uh, but then you mm-hmm. find out why Selena is there to see this guy. And it's because now that Bruce is gone, she can kill him. And when she says that, you find out who it is. And at least right now, mm-hmm. we're supposed to assume it's the Joker that has right. also reformed or hidden his his you know deranged well, criminal I self. Don't... He, the cat that Selena took down to Florida pulls up the yeah. welcome mat, and there's blood, and there's under, blood under the welcome mat. At least I'm assuming that's where it is down there. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Joker's reformed. I think he's taking the Dexter route down in Florida uh-huh. to get rid of <laughs> whoever he decides he wants to get rid of because there's no way the man's changing his ways. He's got to no. satisfy his appetite. When I kept thinking, like, I was like, okay, I think it's Nigma, but maybe, maybe it's Grayson, or maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's like, because I also knew what happened to Alfred. Maybe, you know, some relative of Alfred or something that Selena ended up knowing. And then when they show the blood under the mat, I'm like, oh shit, no, it's definitely a bad guy. So I got really yeah. excited at I al- that point. I also thought it might have been, I also thought it might have been Grayson at one point. Um, I wasn't thinking Joker. We should have thought the Joker because there's literally like four characters in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a good a good reveal. But I need there to be reveals every episode, every issue. So well, then there's the chance. <laughs> Aaron, do you want to talk about the Sewer King? Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, like him. Well, the Sewer King is, I, I guess he he's apparently was a character back in the animated series as well, and he says that he kind of rescued. Alina when she goes to like get information from him and it's just like this weird like sleazy kind of if um if the tiger king was living in a sewer and raising <laughs> alligators dead you probably would have something similar yeah 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 he dresses like a pirate like that. That, yeah if you're right on. That <laughs> so yeah well and that that kind so, of got me excited the tiger king <laughs> Not for the Tiger King, but it got what? me excited for the idea that if uh, Tom King is going to bring in the Mask of the Phantasm and then going to throw in other, you know, Batman animated series characters, are we going to get, you know, other baby dolls? Yeah, D list characters that have never had their time in the sun in a comic book during this did whole you run. Just, did you just call it D list? Uh, well, de- <laughs> well, Sewer King is definitely bottom of the rung. Oh, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, question. I'm looking at the scene where Bruce finds um, the kid under the bridge, right? And he's all jokerified and dead. Then it cuts to Andrea crying in the police station. And they said, um, she said he was looking for his father. Andrea, where is his father? She said, Dad, he's dead. So that could be three different things. That could be her ignoring the question and being sad that her child is dead and uh-huh. talking about her kid being dead. She mm-hmm. could be lying about it being Bruce and saying that he's dead because Bruce isn't dead at that point. Or mm-hmm. it could be the Joker is the father and he's dead because she's going to go kill him. So oh. take that. That's my argument. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they do mention that the the kid that Selena like finds that knows him and says he's under the bridge and that he could lead him to his dad. It cuts to it shows the picture of Batman when it says the dad, 
but it mm-hmm. could be the Joker because that's who was going to take him out. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, guess I think all of see. the pieces are set up for. I think what seems like a pretty exciting uh, run here. I'm looking forward to it. Right, and I like not knowing yet. Like, I'm definitely right. excited to read it as a mystery. And mm-hmm. even if my predictions are completely insane, like it'll be fun to kind of see how it unfolds. Well, I'm pretty sure, Ben, that you're going to get Andrea in full-blown phantasm very soon. At least, oh my god, some severe carnage uh, or something. So, I I definitely the shovel at the graveyard. So good, and the fact that they the Chucky Saul murder. Yeah, Chucky Saul. Where she drops the drops the big angel on it. You see all the angels in the graveyard, and yeah, and Chucky has the shovel. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Well, and they show the Wayne's tombstone first, which is where her and Bruce first met in the cartoon in the mm-hmm. movie. Is he was in mm-hmm. the grave visiting his his parents' gravestone, and she was talking to her mother, who sometimes talked back, and that's where she hid the phantasm costume. Ah, oh, so brilliant, so good. Yeah, yeah. So, anything else you want to say about this this issue, guys? I'm super excited to see where it goes. Um, we didn't really talk about how it starts and ends with Silent Night, so good job on your song choice, Aaron. I actually wasn't sure what you were going to play. I wasn't even thinking that, and then uh, it's like, oh, duh. So, good job. Well, I kind of split. The song was a little split there, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. Mildly. <laughs> yeah. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Obviously, I'm reading this for Andrea. I want to see what they do with her. I want to see her be a badass, which, Aaron, you're right. That's going to happen. Um, I, I think they were smart to tease her in this issue and not make it all about her. Um, I think there were a lot of people that really didn't know who that was right away. Um, for sure. A, yeah. Cause I, I was joking about like too much Batman Catwoman. Like obviously it's about Batman Catwoman, but I do think over the 12 issues, she's definitely going to have some moments to shine. So I cannot wait to see what they do with that. Oh. So I will keep reading it. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot going on in this first issue. Um, I know having watched the phantasm, having discussed that, you know, I'm excited to see them bring her back and see how they, uh, tie that in with Selena and, and Bruce's relationship that's ongoing. And, uh, I, I want to see how the futuristic, uh, scenes unfold with, uh, everybody that's down in Florida hanging out and, uh, revealing them true selves. So, um, <laughs> there's, yeah, I'm there's a whole to, Arkham uh, retirement community down there. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hope awesome. so. <laughs> <laughs> I would take it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, cool. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Um, I'll second that. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. I was originally only going to pick up issue one, uh, but I enjoyed it so much. I'm going to get the whole series now and not just wait for trade. <laughs> yeah, I... okay, there was no way you were not going to decide it. There was no way. <laughs> I, I like to tell myself that there was a point where I was only going to buy issue one. Um, well, I think we, uh, I think we can come back and uh, record like the uh, the final issue uh, down the road on this, and we can revisit oh, the, uh, the series. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. So well, in a year, you'll hear what we think of it. <laughs> and, yeah, I'd just like to say, yeah, like, reading that next to, like, what we're reading for the, the podcast where we're in the, you know, the early to mid-90s, and comic books and superheroes are very straightforward. I mean, they, they are making big leaps and bounds in character development. But then to read a story that is complex like this, that makes you have to, you know, flip back and be like, oh, did I miss something? Like, oh, there were clues right. here that maybe I overlooked on the first reading. Mm-hmm. And, right, yeah. And really, like, it made me slow down and take my time. Oh, yeah. Um, I read yeah. it. I read it twice. The first time I just read it to sit there and I wanted to enjoy it and read it. And then I went uh, back and took notes. Here. And the second reading took a lot longer. Um, and I, I really, really enjoyed that, uh, uh, you know, juxtaposed with how we are or where we are in, in regular Batman continuity and how far mm-hmm. that character has come in the last 30 years. And the kind of stories that you can still tell of that character, I think, is one of the best things about Batman. What so, character? Batman? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. For for better or worse, this is definitely a deeper story than where we're at in continuity, for sure. Yep. So totally. uh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, so uh, so uh, what's next? All right. So we've uh, we've had a nice little run, a nice little break after Nightfall. We're uh, jumping headfirst into Night's Quest with our next episode, guys. So if you're reading Yay. along with us. Um, uh, we'll explain it during the episode, but Night's Quest is a big, confusing mess. So uh, pay attention and listen. Go ahead and read Detective <laughs> 667, Detective 668, and the new spinoff series, Robin number one and Robin number two. Yay! I am very excited to talk about those issues. Woo-hoo! Are you? <laughs> I, I, I very much am. I have some Good. some things that I will be excited to share. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> to share? Okay, good. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron, what have we learned? <laughs> I haven't uh, messed up in months, by the way. I know. I know. It's, it's impressive, I'm actually. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, I can pretend to mess up if you want. No, Jake no. <laughs> does enough of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all night. Switch places a little bit. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, well, gentlemen. Uh. We, we learn that memories don't always come sequentially. So be thinking about that as you uh, as you as you read on. That was, that was a pretty deep uh, deep lesson there. So oh, that that kind of works though with the cat. So you can think about <laughs> together Silent Night and Memory from Couch. Okay, great. Go ahead. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> For the brother to Batman, I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'm Queen of Subs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ben, the baby brother, your sunshine in the Gotham, and I love Andrea Belmont. And I'm Jake. I'm the little brother. I've got a lot planned, so stick tuned. Memory. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>